the Wrestling Brethren Podcast. Discussion into the wild and crazy world of professional wrestling. I'm Norco Kipty, joined by Josh Wiener tonight. Josh, how are we? Oh, I'm good. I'm, I'm looking forward to the holiday weekend. Um, I'm actually not going to be on call for once this year, so I get to have a re- more relaxing weekend and not have to worry about work until Tuesday. Well, you kind of have to worry about work because there is a big show this Saturday from the MGM Grand Las Vegas, Nevada. We got All Elite Wrestling Double or Nothing, their first official show since they've had their big announcement of the formation of All Elite Wrestling. We have had the rumors of television, which was finally announced a few weeks ago. They will be on the TNT Network starting in early October. Finally, we have an announcement on that. That 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 rumor that was going on for months before was just getting annoying. I just like just stop it finally. But we finally got that, and now we have the first pay per view event from All Elite this Saturday, and it's going to be on various pay per view networks, including ATTU verse. And I think you said Direct TV is going to be airing it as well. Uh, Direct TV dish, um, the you know all the normal ones. I believe Comcast is, but I haven't seen their logo tied into it. Um, and then, of course, they're also going to have their streaming platforms on Fight TV and um, Bleacher Report. Um, Bleacher Report for the states, and then I, is it ITF for the UK? ITV. ITV. Okay, for the I, UK. ITV for the UK, but yeah, they're. It's going to be on most pay per view outlets, but the big one they're really pushing is the. Bleacher Report one here in the States. It is going to be forty nine ninety five. Yeah. So I guess I have to keep working, huh? <laughs> um, We're going to talk yeah. about that a little bit uh, at the <laughs> at the end of the show. But okay. <laughs> See, I'm not I'm not trusting or, or just based on history. I'm not I wouldn't trust getting it from Bleacher Report. I would rather do it through a cable affiliate. Understandable. At least the, at least the first go around. At least it is the same price. There is no price difference. Although I'm sure you would rather have a lower price on the uh, traditional pay-per-view networks. But they're yeah. not going that way. They're going straight up 50 bucks. That, that's, a, that's a bold choice. Very bold choice. But like I said, we'll talk about that in a moment. We'll, let's get to the pre-show matches because they're actually having a couple of pre-show matches here. First one with Kip Sabian versus Sammy Guevara, which... In a singles match, I do not know uh, Sammy Guevara, but it seems like he's a very uh, lucha, a lucha-based wrestler. Well, <clears throat> a lot of a lot of what we're going to go over in terms of characters, we may not know, or our audience may not know. The beauty of this day and age is that AEW's had the benefit of YouTube to create content in lieu of having television. So they've had three different channels broadcasting content since January. You've had uh, BTE being the elite. You've had The Road to Double or Nothing, which uh, aired 16 episodes over 16 weeks, uh, one a week, obviously. And then you've had uh, Cody's channel, which is The Nightmare Family, um, also airing content. So, you know, they... they They've done a good job on character development, making announcements, getting things out there. And then, of course, once the video airs, they promoted the hell out of it on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. 
So they've done a real good job. And from what I've been able to see, it looks like the majority of these guys on their roster can obviously go and they can do well in the ring. I don't think they have any bums, so to speak, or, you know, people that don't deserve a shot or a chance. So I, I've not seen too much. I don't think they've spotlighted Kip as much as Sammy. Um, and just for that alone, not to mention the in-ring work I've seen of Sammy just on these videos, for my quote-unquote prediction, and these are all going to be loosely based because uh, the majority of these guys I don't know, but I'm looking forward to getting to know, I believe they're going to have Sammy go over here. Me and Seth agree with you, actually. I think Sammy is the bigger name out of this, obviously. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know anything about Kip Sabian. Sammy is a lucha-based wrestler. I think I might have seen some stuff over in PWG since they've kind of worked their way into bringing more lucha since a lot of their guys have gone, moved up to, uh, NXT. So I'm going to pick, uh, I'm picking Sammy and so does Seth, who actually, uh, made some picks offline, but he was unable to make the show tonight. It is just me and you, my brother. The big one, or one of the big ones, excuse me, the Battle Royal, Casino Battle Royal, winner will receive a future AEW World Championship match against either Chris Jericho or Kenny Omega, which we'll be talking about later on. So far, the guys have now announced are Sonny Kiss, Brandon Cutler, Ace Romero, Glacier, Brian Pillman Jr., yes, he is the son of Brian Pillman, Sunny Days, MJF, Joey Janela, Dustin Thomas, Billy Gunn, Jimmy Havoc, Michael Na- Nakazawa, Jungle Boy, Isaiah Cassidy, Mark Qu- Mark Wen, Luchasaurus, Sean Spears, and four more guys to be announced. Uh, for those that don't know, Jungle Boy is actually the son of, oh god, who was his name? Who just died? Dylan. The late Luke Perry. Luke Perry, who played Dylan on Ni- uh, Beverly Hills 90210. Golly, I. Right. I am drawing a blade. But yes, he is uh, the son of Luke Perry. Right. And for those who also don't know, Sean Spears, formerly Ty Dillinger with WWE. Seth is picking Sean Spears to win this. Ah, I'm not sure about that. Uh, yeah, no. See, normally battle royals are difficult to predict. As we know from picking WrestleMania, that didn't work out for any of us. I don't think it's worked out for any of us two years running now, if I remember correctly. Right. But So this one is interesting. First of all, a little backstory. This this at all in was called the over-the-budget Battle Royal because um, they had to shift some finances around so that everybody involved could get a decent payday. Uh, now that they have the backing of the Khan family, it wasn't, didn't really make any sense to call it the over the budget battle <laughs> royal. Right. Even though it did start out being called that just for lack of another name. Then they changed it to the casino battle royal because they're in Vegas. They have, um, an interesting, unique spin on the battle royal. It's kind of Royal Rumble-esque in its rules. Um, so it will, it will start with five men. Every three minutes, a new batch of five men will enter until we have 20 in the ring. And then after those three minutes, the person who drew blackjack, I guess, uh, the 21st entrant will enter last by themselves. Uh, so that's interesting. That's a, that's a unique spin. And because of the prize of 
becoming the one of the number one contenders for the world championship, you have to consider everybody in this match. Do you see them in a world title match against either Chris Jericho or Kenny Omega? Because it was announced last week, or no, I, I'm sorry, it was announced this week that those two winners, the winner of the Casino Battle Royal and the winner of the main event, will fight each other for the title at a future event, which I'm going to guess is the July pay-per-view fight for the Fallen. That being said, it's been interesting because a lot of these guys I don't know, or at least I didn't know. But through the YouTube specials, I've been able to you know, watch character development and um, get to know these guys, at least as characters. So I know and I am now familiar with Sonny Kiss and Brandon Cutler and Sunny Days and um I knew MJF and Joey Janela from All In and, and that's been, you know, uh built up upon Jimmy Havoc already has his own reputation. Jungle Boy we already mentioned. Luchasaurus was funny because on this week this week's um I think it's being the elite or maybe it was the road to double or nothing. I can't remember which. Um Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy were both asked to draw their card for the Battle Royal. And in character, neither Jungle Boy nor Luchasaurus was talking. And Luchasaurus, if you don't know, he kind of looks like a um, a more heavy-set Rey Mysterio, so to speak. Like a heavyweight version of Rey Mysterio with a dragon mask on so neither one of them are speaking. The Young Bucks are giving them their cards, and they say something about neither one of them talking. And then they, the Bucks kind of walk off. And then Luchasaurus actually says something. I forget what he says. And then Jungle Boy says, wait, you can actually talk? And Luchasaurus goes, I have a master's degree. What's your excuse? <laughs> so, so, And then uh, Jungle Boy just kind of shrugs his shoulders. Eh, I don't know. So um, that was funny. And Sean Spears, obviously Ty Dillinger drew the Ten of Diamonds when he, it was his turn to draw a card, and that's how they revealed that he was in the Battle Royal. But that being said, in terms of who I would think could be in a title match against one of the people in the main event, you would have to consider MJF, but he's he's kind of kind of young, and I don't know if he's ready for that spot yet. Um, you can look at Jimmy Havoc. Um, because I, I think a Jimmy Havoc, Kenny Omega match would be amazing. They might do Jungle Boy for the emotional victory. You know, they could do that. Obviously, they could go Sean Spears. I just don't see, to me, that would scream DNA. Oh, it's an ex WWE guy. Let's throw him into the main event. Um, so I, I, I hope that's not the case. There's also four, to be announced slots i don't think it will be one of them we could be wrong not knowing who they are it's hard to say but just based on i guess the match he had at all in and he's recently fresh off of knee surgery i'm gonna go with joey janela to win the casino battle royal really joey janela that's bold I'm like you. I mean, you look at the guys and see who can do it. I don't think Sean Spears, Ty Dillinger, whatever you want to call him, is that guy. And like you said, it screams TNA, and he was not even on the verge of a main event thing in the WWE. 
So it could go from whatever he was doing, which was nothing, to that, that screams second rate. That, to me, to me, I, I, I agree with you there. It, you know what? It's tough because MJF or Joey Janelle would probably be the, the pick person I would pick. And going by that, I am going to actually agree with you. And that's on going on who's, who I think is going to win the, the match later on, which we will get to. That being said, MJF is a phenomenal heel character. He is great. Like, he is Pete Dunne without the badassery, but just like that dick heel. And he plays it off like he's a prick behind your back, but he'll be nice as can be to your face. Yeah. So it, it, it's just a great dynamic. It, he, he, I love him. He's a great heel. Can I tell you something else? About him? Yar. He's only like 22. Like, really. Yeah, that's, that's why I'm saying he's kind of, kind of young to be thrown into the main event. Right. I'm just saying, you know, like you said, you give him all this praise, but he's only like 22. It's like, that's pretty damn amazing. <laughs> yeah. He's got character development down pat. I mean, he's, you want to see him get punched in the mouth. Oh, yeah. 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 He's, but he's, he's good at what he does. I, I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing. It's just, it's just amazing that he's only like 22. That's just, that's just, this just makes me feel old. That's all yeah. I gotta say. That's that's it. That's well, yeah. And he gets it. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the main card here. We got. I uh, will start off with the best friends taking on Angelico and Jack Evans from the heavens. This one's gonna be a. This one's gonna be good. These guys are not no strangers to each other. This will be fun. This will be a fun match. Well, according to Wikipedia. Angelico and Jack Evans are, and I'm probably going to butcher this, Los Guerreros del Cielo. I believe that's not the sure what that name, means, but, but yes, they are. They are. Uh, yeah, the, I was going to say, I, I would imagine that means they've been a tag team before. <laughs> yes, yes, they are. They have been yeah. a tag team for many years. Uh, yeah, the only one I'm familiar with out of this uh, quad of people is Trent Beretta, but that's because he used to be in WWE, right? Uh, for a cup of coffee. But again, I've seen them in the YouTube video, and so I have a I have a sense of their character, not necessarily their in ring on the independence. So, um, you kind of have to assume card balance in terms of heel wins and um, face wins. So, just based on how these other matches are going to fall, or at least how I feel they're going to fall, I think this is where you're going to have to have the smarmy heel, chicken shit type underhanded victory. This seems like that this is where that spot is going to be. So I'm just based on nothing else, um, going with the best friends. So, so you think they're, they're going to be the heels going into this, judging from what you've seen? I think, like I don't know much about Angelico and Jack Evans, but just on how the best friends are in those videos, they seem like heels to me. So, because I'm thinking the exact opposite. And if not, then <laughs> I, I have a fifty-fifty chance of being correct without the explanation. So, oh, touche, touche. I'm just saying. I mean, from what I, I've seen, Angelico and Jack Evans, they do work face at times, but they're more heel heelish. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they're chicken shit type of heels, but they're they're still heelish. Like Jack Evans is a dick to the fans, and you're gonna you you probably are gonna see a dance off here. There'll be a, I think there'll be a pretty good amount of comedy in this match because Jack Evans he's extremely flexible, big dancer. 
high flyer, you know, up there with Ricochet in terms of high flying ability. You might see some stupid bump from him, basically, type of thing. But, uh, yeah, I think this one will be more of the comedy match. And I, th- I think, uh, I'm going to pick Angelico and Jack Evans to win. Although, uh, Seth is w- with you in picking, uh, best, the best friends to win. Moving on. This one, I'm pretty sure you have, you know nothing about these ladies here. We have Aja Kong, Yuka Sakazaki, Emily, Emi Sakura versus Hikaru Shida, Riho Abe, and Ryu Mizunami. I hope I got those right. Uh, there's Aja Kong and who, 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 who? who. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I honestly don't know um, these ladies either, except Aja Kong. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to what is probably going to be a good match. It's not going to be a bathroom break or anything, but I'm just going to have to go with Team Aja Kong because she's the only one I know. <laughs> I let me let me do a quick. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to have to agree with you just because Aja Kong is a bad bitch, and I mean that in the most sincerest sincerest of respect. I don't. I, I can't remember if you saw her when she was on WWF TV years ago and just backfisted the hell out of this one uh, jobber and uh, yeah. bloodied her nose. And she was supposed yeah. to get the women's title, but uh, of course that led to the classic. Um, what was her name? Alunder Blaze going on Nitro and throwing it in the trash. Which is hilarious because of how long ago that was. I, I was shocked that she's still active she when this match was announced. I was like, holy hell. Well, she wrestles a style that's really conducive to lasting a long time. I guess not one. You know, doesn't take the don't take too too many big bumps and very strike. You know, very striking in terms of you know a striker. Yeah, because she wasn't a rookie when she was in WWF. No, no, she was in there for a few so, years. So right, and she was yeah before, during, and after. Now, well after apparently. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we got the for the AAA World Tag Team Championships. Matt, uh, the Young Bucks, Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson will be taking on the Lucha Brothers of Pentagon L0M and Phoenix. And I believe the Young Bucks will be defending the titles here. Hey, four people I actually know. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, the titles are on the line. This will probably be match of the night. This will probably be a match of the year candidate. I've seen the Lucha Bros in person. Uh, well, I, I should say I've seen Pentagon in person because he took on uh, Kenny Omega at All In. And I've seen them on Impact highlights. Not that I watch Impact, but I've seen highlights. And I, I know the story coming in with everything they've built up. I've seen, you know, where the Young Bucks came into Mexico and did a surprise challenge and won these titles from the Lucha Bros. So this is going to be great. I'm really looking forward to this match. There's two ways to look at this, but I'm going to go with, I'm going to hope that all the executive VPs don't go over. (laughs) So I'm going to, not that they can't ever win, but I don't know what kind of an image that will be that all the EVPs win on the first night. So I'm going to bros to win and regain the triple a world tag team championships. Okay. Okay. Seth and myself also agree with you. And for that exact reason, 
I think the Bucks are pretty good about putting people over and like you said, with the EVPs, I, I think it's a better image to have the Lucha Bros beat them. And, well, they did have a good thing going in when they had that press conference in Vegas and they attacked the Bucks and Pentagon gave one of them a, a package pile driver. So there's a lot of momentum for them. And I'm with you. I'm, I'm picking the Lucha Bros to, to, to regain the titles. In a six man tag team match, we got SoCal Uncensored, Christopher Daniels, Frankie Gazarian, and Scorpio Sky. We'll be taking on strong hearts of SEMA. T-Hawk and L. Lindemann, which I believe are guys from SEMA's Chinese promotion, since uh, All Elite announced they're doing a working thing with the Chinese promotion that's run by SEMA. This is probably one that I have the least amount of confidence in, in terms of picking a winner, but I think because of the working agreement and the fact that they want to put over talent from that promotion and they've done nothing but i don't want to say promote but they've they've built them up a lot and so just for that reason and i i I also think this will be a good match i'm going to pick the strong hearts you're picking strong hearts okay okay seth has picked strong hearts as well but i am not I think this is one that SoCal and Sensor is actually going to win. Strong Hearts is going to look good and they're going to, they're going to be put over pretty well. But in this one, I, I think it's just, I think it's just SoCal and Sensor to win here. I don't know about T-Hawk and L. Lindemann, but, uh, you know, I don't know them, know their work, so I can't really say for sure, but I just got a feeling that here, this is one, it's SoCal and Sensor is going to win. They're going to put them over, but, you know, SoCal will come out with the win. In the women's match, here we have Brit, Dr. Britt Baker versus Nyla Rose versus Kylie Ray. This is another tough one for me. I'm conceding to you, basically. <laughs> I know Britt Baker from her work in NXT, and I saw her at All In. So you almost say or want to say that she's going to win because... She's the first female they announced for the roster. She's the one that's been out and about. She was there at the upfronts. She was the only female at the upfronts. But I, I don't know for sure. Uh, Kylie Ray reminds me a lot of Bailey in NXT with her super smiley personality and happy go lucky and, and happy to be there type of thing. So I, I don't think she's going to win. Nyla Rose has a great look, and she's a great promo from what I've seen. Um, in episode 11 of The Road to Double or Nothing, they she cut a promo for this match, and she had two great lines in that promo. She said, the native beast is going to break some Barbies. So she already has a nickname. She had that great line. And then she had another great line where she said, I break bitches and take riches. So, uh, you know, indicating that she's there for the violence and to get paid. So I don't know. It, it seems like Brit is in line to be the face of the, of the women's division, or at least the first face of the women's division. I also feel that the division is not fully filled out yet. I don't, I think they're probably going to bring in some more talent. Um, and this is not for a title yet. So it's almost flip a coin for me, but, uh, I, yeah, I'm going to go with the upset. I'm going to go with Nyla Rose. Interesting. Interesting. I was, I'm actually going with the, the face of the, 
of the women's division for now, Brit, Dr. Britt Baker. Just cause, I mean, it's, it's, we're starting out here. You gotta, gotta get her over. I, I think it's good that, you know, maybe, maybe a rivalry will be starting from here for the tel, for television, not just on YouTube, but for television between her and Nyla Rose. But I think it's, uh, Britt Baker that's gonna, it's not the good to me, the Brit, Dr. Britt Baker is gonna win. In one of the main event matches. Do, do we think, wait, wait, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on. Do we think anybody in the crowd is going to say, Mrs. Adam Cole back? Good, I, did, they didn't really do that at uh, All In, did they? Yeah, probably not. I don't even know if they're officially married or if they're just dating, but they're white. I think they're dating. I, but... I, I don't think this is that type of crowd. Right, because I don't remember them doing it, doing it at All In, did they? No, they did not. Yes. I, it's more of a takeover type crowd. So I think I think I think for the most part it'll be relatively respectful there in that regard. Now we ha- now now we have one of the main event matches. Um, Cody will be taking on his brother Dustin Rhodes. With Cody announcing that he is going to defeat his brother and is a way of killing the Attitude Era. I've loved the short but very good build for this match. And if if you're the wrestling nerd that I am, I went back and rewatched the Road to Double or Nothing series and I took notes and this was hinted at a long time ago and it was just not me- Dustin wasn't mentioned by name. Uh he was he was never shown. There was an episode um where uh, Cody presented Brandy with postcards of like the graphics for the match announcements. And when they got to Cody's match, his opponent's face was blurred. But if you go back and rewatch it after the reveal of it being Dustin, you can see Dustin's uh, half red face paint in the blur. So it, it was to that back then. Um, Brandy had said in another episode that you know, Cody may want this match, but I don't want to see it. And, you know, that's because that's her brother-in-law. So the hints were all there. Just nobody picked up on it until, you know, the reveal. So it's been very well done. Dustin cut a great promo. Cody cut a great promo. And it was only one promo a piece. And that's all it needed because it was that damn good. Um, This was the match that uh, they wanted to do at WrestleMania, but it was denied and they were given a match at Fastlane one year and it was just kind of a meh match. Uh, didn't have a, you know, any build to it. This has build. This has history. This has emotion. Um, it's generation versus generation. It's brother versus brother. And the funny thing is that they will tell you or they have told us in interviews that WWE didn't want to do brother versus brother, but yet they'll shove Kane versus Undertaker down your throat and they're not even real brothers. <laughs> but anyway, that being said, um, reining myself back in, um, this, this is also a coin flip. I, it hasn't been announced that it's Dustin's last match. So it's not like officially a retirement match. Cody has said as such that he's not putting that pressure on him. Uh, they're not adding that to his plate. Um, and if he, if he retires, he retires. If he doesn't, he doesn't. And in his social media posts, he's said hashtag one last ride, hashtag or is it? So he's not even 
you know, giving anything away in terms of is this his last match? He is 50 years old. Um, but I still think he, you know, he's another proponent of DDP yoga. He can still go in the ring. Um, I think there will be blood in this match. Um, I think this will be old school in the vein of Cody versus Nick Aldis from all in. Um, so in terms of picking a winner, I can see Cody being okay jobbing to his brother, but it, he keeps saying this is about killing the Attitude Era, and for the for the big picture of AEW, they're trying to establish that they're different and offering something different from the WWE. So even though it's not really AEW versus WWE, it sort of kind of is in a microcosm. So do you, do you have WWE go over? Do you have the Attitude Era go over? Um, I'm just going to go with Cody. Uh, it makes sense. If this is Dustin's last match, like we said for Kurt Angle at WrestleMania, you go out on your back. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with Cody. I have to agree. I, it's just, I don't think Dustin minds will mind doing the job for him going out. If this is his last, I don't think it's his last match. But I think it is his last run. And if you want to make it sample, and like you said, he's emphasizing killing the attitude era and emphasizing the new, you know, the new age of wrestling. You, you gotta have the win. This, there's just no, no, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Cody has to win here. And I'm picking Cody to win as is Seth. And lastly, we have, uh, which probably be an event, but as we're, I'm calling it the main event as of right now because it's the biggest match on the card. And the winner will be, winner will be facing the Casino Battle Royale winner in a future world championship match. Chris Jericho will be taking on Kenny Omega. We're one step closer to Chris Jericho versus Glacier. <laughs> w- WCW reborn. No. Um. <laughs> Uh, I can't get over the fact that Glacier's in that Battle Royal. But anyway, um, this is the main event. They have announced this is the main event. Alpha versus Omega 2. Uh, Again, this is another match where you could flip a coin. This is another match that you could go one of two ways in terms of your reasoning or your line of thought. It depends on if they're going to rely upon the match at New Japan or in New Japan, I should say, as part of the history to this match. In other words, if they're going to base this as this is the first time these two have met, obviously in AEW, and they're not going to call upon anything else other than they've faced each other before, then you're on a blank slate and you can do whatever you want. That being said, I think with Chris having a match upcoming for New Japan, and not just any old match, he's challenging for the world title, or the IWGP title. Does he want to go into that match with a loss? Or, you know, obviously it's not up to him, but I'm saying, character-wise and story-wise, you're not going to look that great if you're going in getting beaten by the former IWGP champion. And so that's one line of thinking. Then the other line of thinking is Kenny Omega makes all the sense in the world to be your inaugural champion. And so to do that, he'd have to win this match and then defeat the winner of the Battle Royal. Now, there is an age-old saying in wrestling that the chase is better than anything else. 
And so you want to see the baby face, the hero chase that title. So that being said, and everything historically taken into consideration and all the promos and videos and backstory and other seeds that have been planted, because I have a feeling at um, some point in the future, we're going to get Chris Jericho versus Cody. So I'm picking in a bit of a shock, Chris Jericho to win Alpha Omega 2. Interesting. You make and you make very good points here to convince me that to pick Jericho here. Seth's picking Kenny Omega, by the way. I think he's just fl- he just flipped a coin. But you're bringing in a lot of logic here, and New Japan's not going to want Jericho coming in with a loss. So I think you're right. Chris Jericho can get the loss to the winner of the uh, the Battle Royal, Chris <laughs> Glacier. Well, I-, I wouldn't go that far, but. I think if Chris Jericho loses in New Japan and then becomes the first AEW champion that ties into his character and his heel persona of taking all the credit for launching AEW and the success that it is, and it will then tie into his match or and or feud with Cody, um, it just makes sense. It's It's too much sense made and seeds planted for them not to do this. And Kenny will be the champ eventually. He doesn't have to be the first champ. They're, nobody's going to remember who the hell the first champ was unless your name is Pat Patterson. So, <laughs> And he's over. Uh, he's going to be over as hell anyway. Yeah, it's, it's not a big deal. I'm, I'm going to pick Chris Jericho, though. I'm, I'm, you, you, you lean me to it. You, you, you convinced me there. I'm going, I'm going to I'm pick good, I, and I, I I'm think a good that, wrestling attorney. And, I th- you know, before the um, – when, when All Elite was first announced – there was questions about whether they're going to be working with New Japan because obviously Ring of Honor is not. And it look, I mean, if I think for the most part, it looks like now they're going to be working with All Elite. I think it's the it's the best move for them to do is to work with All Elite because if nothing else, they have a friend a friendly working agreement. Right, right. I mean, because Ring of Honor, I mean, they're. they're they were lucky to, you know, co-promote that show with Ring of Honor at the Madison Square Garden that sold out really fast because obviously the All Elite news was announced way after that because it sold out in minutes when it was first announced. The Madison Square Garden show was first announced. And then, of course, all this All Elite stuff and a lot of the guys couldn't work it. And so they ended up having the, the debut of damn Enzo and Cass or whatever they're calling them. Now. Yeah, don't, don't. Don't give them any more time than well, it's yeah. just like somebody running in from the audience. They because yeah. they liter they literally did, but yeah, I I wouldn't give them any more publicity. That, they had that, and I don't think New Japan wants to work with that. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think they're going to be working more with All Elite at the very least, like you said, a friendly relationship. So I think that's what's going to happen. So yeah, I agree whether well, Chris Jericho is going to win, and so now. When we were talking, we were talking offline during um, Money in the Bank. You pretty much said at the end of that that you decided, yeah, whether you're you pretty much where you're you're going to be spending your fifty bucks this weekend. Is that still true? It's about ninety five percent true that it's going to happen. Um, the only thing is, it's not like the network where you can just watch whenever you want to. You you have to watch it live as it happens. Right. So as long as I don't have any family plans and I've already planted the seed that I want to watch this, 
Um, so if, if all that happens and, and I don't get any additional pushback, then yes, I will be watching. Um, Nicole had asked, I said, you know, do we have any plans Saturday night? Uh, I don't think so. Why? Well, there's something I want to watch. Well, what is it? It's a wrestling pay-per-view that's non-WWE. Pay-per-view? Tell me it's not 50 bucks. I won't tell you that. And then she just kind of rolled her eyes and that was that. So, um, yeah. So. If you, I, I was going to order it ahead of time, but I want to make sure that I'm actually physically here. That's probably for the best. That's probably the best. Because I don't, I don't think, from what I remember, I don't get pay-per-views too often, but from what I remember, I don't think on DirecTV, I don't think you can hit the record button or set it up as a recording because they don't want you to, you even, though you're paying, even though you're paying for it, I don't think you can do that. Unless it's changed. I don't know. I could be wrong. I thought you could, but I haven't had DirecTV in a while, so I, I don't yeah. know if I'm sure. Because I, I thought I mean, I'd I'll done try. it with, I thought I'd done it with boxing pay-per-views because we we would sometimes we would sometimes get the uh, Pacquiao shows and we'd record them. So I thought we thought you could, but I don't remember. But you would think you'd have to. What happens if you sleep? Exactly. But those. Oh God. Yeah. Not that it's going to be boring. I mean, if it was a WWE show, I might fall asleep. But (laughs) if you get to watch live, will you be live tweeting it? Uh, no. Okay. Because there there could be too many distractions going on in the house for me to keep up with that. Understandable. Understandable. We're going, to get a review. We're going to get a review of that next week on the podcast. We're going to talk about it. I don't know if it'll just be me and Josh or me, Josh, and Seth, but we will definitely talk about the reviews next week and talk about how good we did. I'm guessing in this case, you're going to do better in the Pick'em than I have since you've been keeping up more than I have. So I predict you're going to win well, this one. Just because I know the characters doesn't mean I know their booking tendencies. That's this is the first show. I have no idea what they're going to do. Touche. Touche. And if you do, and I mean, if you do want to talk to him about it, he'll eventually get back to you. Tweet at Josh at Southpaw Josh, and you can tweet at me at the Bottom Line. So come back next week, and thank you again for listening. And this has been the Wrestling Brethren Podcast. The Wrestling Brethren Podcast, copyright 2019. <laughs>